You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, church family, happy Tuesday, and thanks for tuning in to the podcast. I hope that you're finding the episodes of our podcast to be encouraging. I enjoyed Hannah Mullane's prayer request yesterday. Um, before we get started today, I just I want to make a, a plug for our live stream. Uh, we've installed some cameras to help us be able to live stream our Sunday morning worship services, but I'd like to talk to you for just a second about how to use that. Um, we absolutely want everybody to prioritize gathering together, so we don't want anybody to say, well, I'll just stay at home and watch. Absolutely not. You know, church family is together, so come on, be with us. But what can you do with the live stream? Well, a couple of things. We think the live stream technology will be a good ministry to our church members who are homebound or who are temporarily or for a long term infirmed and are not able to get out and go to church. They can watch um, watch the content of our worship service and engage the Lord while our church family is together, and they'll be on the same track that the rest of us will be on. Another way we can use it is no doubt you will uh, at some point be ministered to by something we we read from scripture or something we sing together, by something in our worship service, and you'll want to share it as a ministry to pass on uh, the word of the Lord to somebody else. And so great opportunity for you to talk to somebody at work or a family member and just tell them, hey, look, something that I thought about on Sunday, man, I, I just want to share it with you. So watch the live stream. But this was fun for me. Got a little bit of a testimony uh, from a friend. He's one of our church members, in, uh, and he, right now he is deployed. He's on the other side of the world and serving the country, and he put up a, a, a link on his Facebook post just to let us know that he was at church with his family on Sunday the best that he could be as he was watching the live stream. So anyway, shout out to Larry and, uh, and to Ellie. I'm excited for you guys being able to make use of the technology. So we've been talking about being first fruit givers as a church and giving our time, our attention, our worship, our resources, our finances, but just to give our best to the Lord, no more of giving the Lord our leftovers or our least. And today, I want to share one of my favorite passages of Scripture. It actually was our Sunday school lesson this past week in my small group, and um, I I just want to share it on the podcast today. So we're reading Isaiah chapter 58. And in Isaiah chapter 58, um, you have this moment where the people apparently have been setting apart days for religious fasting, where they're uh, not eating and they're, they're devoting the day to the Lord. But Isaiah raises a huge question. And the question that he essentially is raising is, yeah, 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 you're giving the outward shell of religion to the Lord. Okay, you're appointing a day to fast. But are you really devoting the day to the Lord? Are you caring for God? Are you seeking Him with your heart? Are you uh, seeking justice for those who don't have it? Are you caring for the poor and the needy? Are you really devoting the day to the Lord? And so in Isaiah 58, you you have this beautiful picture of God telling us what He wants a real fast to look like, a real life that is tuned in to Him. And I just, I want to read a portion of this, and I would encourage you uh, to read it with your family and just delight in Isaiah 58. Verse 1. Shout it aloud, do not hold back. Raise your voice like a trumpet. Declare to my people their rebellion and to the descendants of Jacob their sins. For day after day they seek me out. They seem eager to know my ways as if they were a nation that does what is right and has not forsaken the commands of God. 
They ask me for just decisions and seem eager for God to come near them. Why have they fasted, they say, and you've not seen it? Why have we humbled ourselves and you have not noticed? So that's the opening. Well, the Lord's going to answer to tell why their fasting has not pleased him. And essentially, he's going to let them know that, you know, they've gone through outward motions of a fast, but they're still angry and bitter and uh, mean and ignoring the needs around them. So let me, let me read God's reply. Yet on the day of your fasting, you do as you please and exploit all your workers. Your fasting ends in quarreling and strife and in striking each other with wicked fists. You cannot fast as you do today and expect your voice to be heard on high. Is this the kind of fast I have chosen? Only a day for people to humble themselves? Is it only for bowing one's head like a reed? For lying in sackcloth and ashes? Is that what you call a fast, a day acceptable to the Lord. So in this idea of first fruit giving, we want to give the Lord our first and our best, right? Well, in this example, the people were giving God a day of fasting, right? A day of repentance and uh, abstaining from food or other pleasures that distract him from the Lord. A day devoted to God, right? But the Lord says, this is not the way I want you to spend that day. Like, this, this is not you giving me what I want. So the question of Isaiah 58 for our current topic would be, all right, well, what would a first fruit fast look like? Like, what would our, our best be like? And what it turns out that God really wants is for us to be changed inside and out for him. Like, for us to, to obey him, to love him, and to love his people. This is beautiful. Let me read to you the kind of fasting that God wants, the kind of day or the kind of life that would be set apart for the Lord. This is verse 6 and following. Is not this the kind of fasting I have chosen? To loose the chains of injustice and untie the cords of the yoke. To set the oppressed free. To break every yoke. Is it not to share your food with the hungry and to provide the poor wanderer with shelter? When you see the naked to clothe them and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood. Then your light will break forth like the dawn, and your healing will quickly appear. Then your righteousness will go before you, and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Then you will call, and the Lord will answer. You will cry for help, and he will say, Here am I. If you do away with the yoke of oppression, with the pointing finger and malicious talk, and if you spend yourselves in behalf of the hungry and satisfy the needs of the oppressed, then your light will rise in the darkness and your night will become like noonday. The Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs in a sun-scorched land and will strengthen your frame. You will be like a well-watered garden, like a spring whose waters never fail. Your people will rebuild the ancient ruins and will raise up the age-old foundations. You will be called repairer of broken walls, restorer of streets with dwellings. If you keep your feet from breaking the Sabbath and from doing as you please on my holy day, if you call the Sabbath a delight and the Lord's day Honorable, And if you honor it, not by going your own way, 
and not doing as you please or speaking idle words, then you will find your joy in the Lord, and I will cause you to ride in triumph on the heights of the land and to feast on the inheritance of your father Jacob, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. So that's Isaiah 58. Isaiah makes it clear that the Lord wants a life set apart to him. Where we honor the, the Lord's day if in the Old Testament setting, the Sabbath, in our setting, the first day of the week, honoring the resurrection of the Lord, that we honor God's day, um, that we break the yoke of oppression, that we set the captives free, that we give the wanderer a place to stay, that we feed the hungry, that we seek righteousness personally and for others. And the Lord says, when you start devoting your days to me that way, I'll be there. I'll be. I'll hear you. When you call, I'll already be listening. They'll nickname you the one who builds up the broken walls because I'm going to be with you. So as we try to devote our lives to the Lord, man, I just want to push you to this beautiful kind of, of living where you are devoted to the Lord, not just in outward rituals, you know, a day of fasting or prayer, but that you would be transformed, that your prayer and fasting would overflow into an authentic life of loving your neighbor, of loving the Lord, of devoting yourself to to his people, to his cause, to his mission on the earth, and that he would work in our church and allow us to be the ones that are building up what's broken. So my mind goes back to the beginning of Isaiah chapter 58. It's interesting because they're calling on the Lord And they want God to hear. It says that they ask me for just decisions and they seem eager for God to come near to them. And it's almost as if by the time we finished reading Isaiah's description of the fasting that God wants, of devoting ourselves not to the pleasures of the world, but to the pleasures of the kingdom. At the end of that time, we recognize that, you know, once we really devote ourselves to the Lord, He will come near and we will receive justice because we're giving justice out to people who couldn't find it elsewhere. And He will be very near to us. So I just want to invite everybody, you know, as we evaluate our walk with the Lord, let's stop this business of giving Him half our attention or our leftover uh, energy. Like, let's really live out this Isaiah chapter 58 lifestyle, this life devoted to the Lord. Let's fast from the selfish pleasures of the world, from our busyness, from our pride and self-centeredness, and let's devote ourselves to the work of the kingdom, to the pleasure of loving God and loving His people well. Church family, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope that uh, that this scripture is encouraging to you. It is to me. This is Isaiah 58. Share it with everybody you know. I love this chapter. May God bless you. And I cannot wait to see you tomorrow night when we gather for Wednesday night. I cannot wait to see you on Sunday. Let's all be faithful as we serve.